You want to see it? Do it. No, I'm good. Okay, so we just killed a spider on the table and... Oh, wow. Okay, so I didn't know we were going that hot that live that fast. Yeah, we're doing that that fast. Okay, so um, let's smoke about it podcast. So we're doing this, and this is episode two. Two. Yep. We're making this intro a couple of days after we recorded the podcast, which means we don't really remember what we even talked about. <laughs> so it'll be a surprise to us. As, as well as you. Exactly. And um, hey, maybe on the next podcast I'll tell you about how I shit in a kid's lunchbox, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Oh, uh, there's too much. Yeah. Too much. It's heavy. Um, more importantly... Um, I think the week that we're fixing to discuss, or they're going to hear us discuss, was a pretty epic week where we decided to change the game up completely. We just, we had no platform, we just decided to roll with the punches. Right. I think you'll like this one a lot better. We're going to roll into it. Uh, Let's Smoke About It podcast. Let's Smoke About It podcast on Instagram. Let's Smoke About It podcast on Facebook. And our number one sponsor, Haynes Her Way. Haynes doesn't sponsor us, but we'll go with that because it's her way. Yep. And let's be honest, right now, you probably shouldn't talk against ladies. Uh, it's not the Bad cli- zone. Not the climate for it. Uh, Enjoy, please. Hashtag me too. Let's do this. Going into it. Let's smoke about it. And what would make you say that? Are we going? Yes. All right, let's do this. Um, I think we need to change it up a little. Okay. Let's, um, give me a hot topic that you, that you either love, hated, or whatever this week. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to stick it to you right now. Mm, no, you're not. Oh, um, <laughs> but no, I don't, I, I'm not sure that I can really. Nothing? I mean, nothing that jumps out at me as far as, like, a hot topic of, you know. George Bush dying. Okay. Or were you at on it? Didn't really care. No, I I mean. No, I I mean. I mean, that's. Like, I woke up and, like, legit just, I was like, uh, did George Bush die? Laura's like, yeah, yesterday. (sighs) Didn't know. I mean, I, I don't know. It's not like it used to be, I don't think, where people used to, like, you know, it's like, oh, the president's dead. I mean, he's been, he, he's but been dead he's, like he's been out of office. Yeah, what have we heard Five from? years? Five years? No, I'm sorry. That would be how many um, presidencies have taken place now since him? There's been three sitting presidents, four sitting presidents since him, including Trump. Um, so, I, I was... I always say to people, I'm like, how, I truly feel like ignorance is bliss 95% of the time. Right. Um, I want to stay in as, as informed as I can, um, but the death of a president doesn't, doesn't isn't going to change the way my day is going to unfold. No, your day is going to go by the same anymore. Right. Uh, there's um, not a lot that really slows down a day. And that's why I was like, so had I woke up and the first thing I went to was Facebook, I'd have been like, oh shit, George B- George Bush died. Uh, but I didn't. Right. And then I wake up to like some sort of memorial. Like, it was like this thing that was playing through where like right. you saw him as a young, he started as an FBI something and, you know, climbed the Yeah, he was in the CIA and all that. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, dude had a great path. 
Right. Let's see how he came up. Um, but at the end of the day, that he was gone, and he was like probably the first real president that I had been like understanding of. You know, I mean, I realized that he was our president. He right. did like a whole bunch of good or bad shit. I wasn't really sure at right. that point in my Just life. Just kind of at that age where you started listening to the the murmur, right? That was uh, the Desert Storm. That was the that was the big punch in the face for everybody. Right? You know what I mean? Uh, Desert Storm, Desert Shield. You know, all that kind of stuff. But I didn't... All of I, which they made trading cards for. You realize that's like the only war that they've done trading cards for? Well, it's because they haven't been able to reach back in Vietnam and get a full 100 set. Right. I don't know if that's true. Man, did you hear about the new Cold War that Fleer came out with? <laughs> you know, it's like, no, I didn't, motherfucker. Well, no, and that's just it, because they came out with the Desert Storm cards while Desert Storm was going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could sit there, you know, it was, it was as if you were... It was the same as watching a baseball game. Do you so, remember who they were? Can you can you give me the big names from Desert Storm? The big names of Big the, names. Oh no. Well yeah, okay, there's there was Colin Powell. Mm-hmm. Um, General Colin Powell. Right. Mm-hmm. Which does sound like it should be like a um a laxative. Like Colin Powell. You know, it's just like boom, get that shit out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that should be their slogan. Um, oh my god, that's great! Okay, but uh, so there was Colin Powell. There was um, there was uh, Bush, obviously Bush right. Senior. Uh, there was Saddam Hussein. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the Scud missile <laughs> that got its own trading card. The Patriot card. missile. The Patriot missile got its How own about trading card. Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf. Remember oh, him? Yeah. Oh yeah, Storm and Norman. I do remember that. Was him. Not, not not some stuff. You know what I mean? Like those are all those things, and that, that's what I—that's what I bring back to Bush. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To where like that's what I remember. There's right. like a bunch of you know shit that was going on, right? Um, and I guess let's see, when can can someone give me some uh, data on Bush's reign? I don't really remember. 1984 to 92. Did he just hit that on that head? Can someone give me that? I uh, so. We have two dead researchers. Um, that are moving much slower than my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, I could be just throwing out false shit. 41st U.S. 89 president. To 89 to 93. 89 to 93. So, so in, 89, in 89, I would have been uh, nine years old. How old would you have been? In 89? Mm-hmm. Uh, 11. 11, okay. So uh, about that time where you start to funnel... Information because I, I was assuming that your parents were news hounds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you know everything you heard. Ted Koppel. I want to say Ted Bundy. It was Ted Brokaw. Probably was hearing about Ted Bundy <laughs> from Ted Brokaw <laughs> or Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. Ted Koppel. Um. Uh, let's see. Maury Schaefer. Maury Schaefer. There yeah. you go. Uh, Sixty Minutes. And Bobo Walters. Yes. Um. But, but you know, like, all those things, you remember all, how all those things used to funnel into your mind? Just, like, incoherently, they just mm-hmm. found a spot that you recall. Yeah, you held on to it. So, can Well, you that's, know, like, why, that's the reason I said that Bush was president in 84, was because he was vice president of Reagan's during Reagan's campaign in 84. Well, there you go. So I was seeing the Reagan-Bush 84 Reagan bumper sticker. Yeah. Jesus. Stickle. Um, sticker. Stickle. 
Bumble stickle. Bumble stickle. <laughs> Bumble stickle noodles. That's how we roll. Um, but so, like, so obviously there, there's a passing. Now, with all the, what's the word? Um, Hoopla? Yeah. All the black helicopter conspiracy oh, theory. Oh, all the conspiracy, you know, all which the, there's a ton that surrounds him. Shit. Um, and just the Bush family in general. Mm-hmm. To, you know, but... But, I mean, with all that, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, somebody who, like, he was our president. And even at that time, I don't ever recall anyone being like, oh, my God, he's the Antichrist. No, nobody should. Like, the shit. last no, two presidents. that was while, right, that was while presidencies were still secret. Like, all the dirt shit that they were doing yeah. wasn't being, like, yeah, yeah. people weren't going, hey, why did no you No one could go this? on Google and find this shit. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, with every president thereafter... You know, they either got dumber or you, you figured out that somehow they got into a place of power and you're like, how? Right. How'd you get there? How'd how you, did that right. happen? Um, so where you run all the way up to Trump. Right. Um, and then now everything this dude has done from like taking his shit and wiped his ass with the wrong hand. Right. To, um, you know, like. Because it was probably somebody else's. <laughs> Like, I don't even wipe my own ass. <laughs> yeah. um, but but it, we go back to the same thing. It's it's where things were 89, uh, 25 years ago? No, 89. Yeah, 89. Tw- it was 20, 31. 30, 31 years ago. Mm-hmm. 31 years ago. Um, you just kind of sat in the passenger seat. Yeah, that sounds Did right. we just do a shit ton of math around? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wore me out. I need a drink. You want to smoke about 29 it? 29 years ago. 29 years ago. Let's smoke about it. I'm good. Um, so, 29 years ago. Mm-hmm. In 29 years, you went from a president that was, that, that later, 29 years down the road, is considered one of the the presidents that like literally had more ties to foreign embassies and things like that. Like, basically, um, a terrorist hub. Right, if you will. Now, I'm not Alex Jones in it. We're talking I'm about just, Bush Senior. Yeah, yeah, basically um, being in charge of the CIA that funded everything. Right. Um. Um. All the way up to you know you Clinton, you know George W. The whole. I mean, the whole walk mm-hmm. of shame up mm-hmm. to to Trump. Now this dude can't fart without someone tweeting about it. Right. He can't fart without, without tweeting, tweeting about, about it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, but. Um, it's the gap. Right. I want you to think about how... Well, it's the information gap. I mean, the information, like you said, that we can Google. Mm-hmm. I mean, the information that we have now about these politicians, the personal information, you know, I mean, even TMZ's fucking cracking into their shit at this point. You know, it's like, Trump's probably the first president that's ever really had, like... Um, well, and... Trump's situation is he's he came from such a for the most part being a regular guy. Right. I mean, he was a billionaire, but he's still a regular person. Yeah. He's not a he's not a career politician. Mm-hmm. Um that's where that's where we get so much juicy shit from him that we didn't get from the others cuz the others were protected. You know, they were protected during their rise. So when they were killing hookers and, you know, burying dead bodies or Stealing Snow Geronimo's skull. Um, 
that he did. <laughs> did you like the Skull and Bones reference? I um, did. Great. But no, so while they were Wait, doing all that. What are Skull and Bones? Secret Society. Oh, yeah. That all of our presidents have come from. That so many of them strangely, came from. Strangely, strangely. Um, Something ironic on kind of a the same same note. Shoot it. Did you know, and this is just from what I hear, um, Lincoln, if you look on the penny, Lincoln is facing one direction. Opposite of everyone else. Opposite of everyone else. Do you know why that is? No, go. Symbolically, it was supposed to be that he was the only, one of the only presidents, or the only president at that time, that was not a Freemason. By refusing to join the Masons, like the past presidents had and, and stuff, then he had essentially turned turned his back on the Brotherhood. Okay. They symbolized that by turning him the opposite direction. On the, He's also the only president that's never had a U.S. carrier named after him, and that's believed to be the same reason. He got he got like a helicopter named after him or something instead. They didn't really? they didn't give him a carrier. Yeah, I was unaware. There of that. is no USS Lincoln. Now you do realize that um, not only do we follow the Masons, but they follow us now. Oh, are you talking about like social media wise? Yeah, Instagram. Um, on Instagram for sure. I don't know. I and I haven't got back to Facebook to to look at it. I haven't got a a. Uh, an email from like Shaquille O'Neal or anything. No, has he but still not got back about the whole no. Shazam movie I'll, thing? I'll hit him up. <laughs> That's a great one. We need to hit on that. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, and so, how we put put forth, and, and I guess the, the funny thing about it is, is now that we're older and we look back on some of this other shit, the, the, how we, how we invoke our emotions towards something now is either erratic or just kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I'm not if I'm not strongly opinionated about it, I don't really I don't really have it to do about it. Well, and that's what's funny is so many people. You know what you're saying is right. We've <clears throat> I think we've come, become slightly desensitized, which I was always against. But I've noticed it as I've gotten older. I'm like, I get where people used to say cartoons can desensitize you or video games can desensitize you or, you know, so on and so forth. I think horse vagina. Of course it can. Right. I think as a society, we've gotten a little bit, um, we've gotten a little bit away from considering those things important. You know, things that we... There was a time, like I said, where the whole world stopped when a president died. Oh, no, you know, I... much less assassinated. Um, I <coughs> I worry about how shitty the country will show its would show its colors if Trump was assassinated. Oh, I yeah. mean, because you know there was obviously there was somewhat of a divide when Kennedy was assassinated. But at the end of the day, what does anybody talk about now? Is where were you when Kennedy? I remember where I was when Kennedy was assassinated. You know, except for the guy on the grassy knoll. He still right. ain't talking. Yeah. He, don't, um, he ain't saying nothing, no. He's buried in the hill outside of Terra Lingua, <laughs> apparently. So, uh, but nowadays if they said, you know, President Trump was assassinated, there you'd have half the country in, in mourning, but angry. You'd have half the country, like, 
blatantly rubbing it in other people's it would be Facebook posts oh yeah there would be people would just be nasty about it. I don't think that you would see a lot of well I really didn't like him as pres- as our president but it's you know pray for the family blah 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 I'm not saying you wouldn't see any of it but right. you know there's not going to be oh, a lot of pray for Melania of, of just there. <laughs> there's a <laughs> <laughs> There's just a, a plethora of things that would come from that that were that I mean are gonna aggravate half and stimulate the other. You understand what I mean? Like there's no there's no good, bad, or ugly when it comes down to it. You know what I mean? Like it's all just shit. Right. And I hate it. Um when Anytime someone says to me, and maybe I'm old school, and I think you are too. I think the way that your children are raised, I think the way that how you do day-to-day life work, you know, you have old school value. I like old school value. Yeah, I think it's I think it's necessary to hang on the, to something. The of product it. of old school value, even though it's obviously skips some, <clears throat> oh, I don't know, generations, mm, yeah. is the fact that you have... <clears throat> Something that was taught to you and you just either ignored it or you forgot it along the way. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of the day, I'm not going to run up to a cop and spit in his face because he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, there's dirty cops. Right. There's dirty politicians. Right. But at the same time, there's also great police officers. Right. There's, And I don't mean the guys that post their shit on Facebook right. and be like, I'm playing... I'm a white cop playing basketball with a bunch of um, inner city youth. Right. I don't mean that shit. I mean just good cops. Just out doing their job. And I'll put this dude out there just because I think he's a great cop. Larry Bitt. Super funny guy. I think he's a great dude. I think he's a great cop. And he's probably arrested a bunch of my friends. Right. But for doing dumb dumb shit. shit. Um, a big Play thing, stupid games. Win big stupid big thing here is in town is like um, everyone wants Bourne gone away, Judge Bourne gone away, Judge Bourne gone away. Right. But here's the, the fact of the matter is is that yeah he's a dick, and Judge Bourne if for some reason you find a laptop or a thing to get on this path, <laughs> you're a jerk. But you did your job exactly how you were designed to do it. No mercy. Right. If I stand in front of him. No understandable mercy. There is, I mean, okay, and that's that way with everybody. I think everybody's bad day, like, drips off into something. I think Judge Bourne was... I get that. Yeah. No, I do. And, and, and here's the thing. If you look at the guy, he looks like a rolling bad day. He looks like just nothing has ever gone his right. way. But at the same time... How much day-to-day bullshit can you listen to and not be slightly jaded? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If you have one or two, like, assholes that always show up at your courtroom, at what point are you supposed to be like, hey, bud, I'm going to give you a break? No. You're a grown-ass person. He wants society to work the way it's supposed to work, and that's the way you want it. It's funny, though, when I've been in his courtroom... And I wouldn't pass a lot of judgment against him because I haven't seen him a lot. But when I've been in his courtroom, it's funny that the ones, the people who are there repeatedly almost seem to get treated better than some first-timers by him. 
which is like I've I've literally seen that. Like I've seen him like banter back and forth with the guy that he knows because he's been there for three other DUIs, and now he's just kind of still. But giving the consequences him the same. at the end of the day, I don't feel are any better. I don't know. I don't. I because I remember there's been a couple times where I've sat in the courtroom and went, shouldn't he have got more for what you just read off that he did? Right. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But then I'll see somebody who's like first time up and he's like making an ass of him in front of. That could be, you know what, scare him away after the first time, and then have to deal with this motherfucker that I see every couple weeks. It could be that. I I will give you that. The the fact of the matter is, is like I would assume there's probably. 75% 75% of the people that stand in front of him, and I mean that wholeheartedly, and this is a shit town that we live in, mm-hmm. 75% of the people that he sees on a daily are newcomers. Right. Or if you're a repeat offender, it's been a huge gap. You made another mistake. Right. Um, my, my favorite was, and I don't know how many times you've been, been, you've been in front of this man, but you can ask my wife this. I've been in front of Way, way more than I should have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, everything. I mean, and everything from like uh, speeding tickets to um, uh, like disorderly conduct, DUI. Uh, I mean, I've been in front of him for like even control, like possession of a controlled substance. I've been in front of this guy for everything, right? And every and he's never once been like. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. You know, right. don't get me wrong. He doesn't have a sensitive side. But at the same time, if your judge, jury, and executioner has a sensitive side, you're more than likely going to go back. If I only got a slap on the wrist, right. I'm going to do it again. No, I got it. And half these dumb motherfuckers don't learn. Right. They don't learn when they get hit with shit. No. Which my... Yeah, so... Go ahead. My cousin's in prison. I think I told you. Or, yeah, yeah I, I sent you the deal. We did. Where did he? He ended up in Kentucky, I believe. Ooh, yeah. So he gone. He gone for how long? Probably. I had heard. Yeah, I, it, I hadn't heard, but I heard that if he went back, he was going to be facing like years, like more than ten. Oh, really? Yeah, just based on so much, so much of the other shit that he has so we'll gotten see away with. A little bit. Right. Huh? We'll yeah. See grandpa in a little bit. Right. Right. I don't think, um, I don't think our, our, our mindset has ever really changed. Mm-hmm. I just think that, um, and, and I'd like to think the same that your wife thinks just like mine, the, the, it's how we were brought up. Right. It's how we were taught to respect and understand. Right. Certain rules can be broken by God. I'm going to break them. That's right. just how I was mm-hmm. raised. If I can get away with it, I will. Right. But now, I don't mean like killing or stealing or, you know what I mean? Right, the really bad stuff. I'm talking about, you know, just like, man, smoking weed. If I can get away with that. If I can get away with like having one too many drinks and by God making it home. Right. You know, I'm talking about, or just like catching a dude being ugly to a chick and slapping him in the face and pray to God that his dad doesn't own a bank. Right. (laughs) No reference to me personally. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that, that shouldn't be assault, right? That should, like I saved the integrity of a woman, right? Now it's not my fault that she went back like three days later and has been knocked up two different times by him. That's not my problem. You know what I mean? Like right. she's dumb. 
all I was doing, I was in defense. But its perspective as it continues to grow and grow and grow, we've all been taught this natural, like this line that don't cross. Right. Like be dumb, do dumb shit down here. Don't jump that level. Right. And I've managed to stay, as far as the judicial knowledge is, on this side of that line. Right. Anymore, I don't know that there's a line to cross. I, I want you to think back of all the dumb shit that you did at seven. Let's call it seventeen. Before, right. at that time, you could be convicted as an adult. No, I know. You had your free pass. You still had because you remember. Because <laughs> now you could be like six years old, stab your mom eight times. You're going to prison like you're an adult, right? Because, see, now we give rights to six year olds. That shouldn't be granted to 25-year-olds. You know what I mean? Right. Because 25-year-olds still make decisions based upon um, pure emotion. Right. Whether it be testosterone or estrogen. Just or the combination of the two. Because <laughs> I, I hate to leave anybody out, right. you know, that identified it. Right. Way. Somebody's like, my <laughs> levels of estrogen are high enough. Seriously, that... I've been taking pills for like eight years. My tits are huge. <laughs> so is my erection. And it, you know what I mean? Like, so... But I don't want to. <laughs> Sorry. Were you taking enough estrogen pills that your tits stick out further than your dick does? Your tits do. That's what you call them. When you listen, I would like to coin something right now. Um, if you are un, uh, unable to depict your gender, um, and you've been taking so many hormone pills. That your tits stick out farther than your dick does. You have a tits do. <laughs> and that's what we would call you from here on out. I like it. You like it? I like it. Let's hold on to it. Tits do. Um, but, so, so all these different, like, levels of shit that you're supposed to climb. Name the dumbest thing that you did that you should have went to jail, or that you would have went to jail for now. Don't incriminate yourself. That I... Would have went to jail. Oh, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of things that I would have went to jail for had I been caught. Right. In this day and age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and in that day and age, too. But, I mean, just pretty much my known life. All right. Um, so, on an average, um, you have how many kids? Three. You work, on an average, how many hours a week? 45. Um, do you support your family? Yes. Do you guys live in a shack no. down by the river? No. Alright. Um, do your driving kids have cars? Yes. Do kids go to school every day? Every day. Do you have a high school graduate? Yes. Something tells me you're not the fucking enemy. Right. But right now, we are. We're the common bread. Want to maintain a certain level of Sanctity in our home or our family. Right. And we're the shit people. Right. You're shitting it. Um, so, I can't, I can't imagine growing up now. It's the scariest thing in the world. And I, do you think your parents said that? Yeah, I think I think, you think a lot your parents of said that in the mid nineties like were like, "Oh my god, I would hate to bring up a kid." I do right because, now. and the reason I think that is because even my oldest son now he'll he'll sit there and like he'll be like, you know, I think I was the last generation that has any intelligence left in him. 
He's like, it was, he goes, I feel like it was me and my brother's era. Like, he said, we used to play video games, but we played them, like, in the evening. Like, we came, they still came home, you know, did their whole bike riding thing, playing with friends, being outside, building a fort, digging a hole, whatever, just playing around. Huh? And chores. And chores. I mean, just any, but then they would, you know, and then they would come in and play video games. Well, now we've seen that that shift oh, yeah. where there's so many kids don't want to go outside because of all the devices and you've got phones, you've got tablets, you've got um, computers, you've got video game systems, television, whatever. I mean, you literally don't have to go anywhere without seeing a screen. Um, and I mean, that's just part of me chalks it up to just being kind of where times are going. Right. I no, mean, that's I, just, no, you yeah, know, no, it's I like, you know, I get it. There were there were people that thought cars were going to be the end all to everything that was. I mean, it's just so you got to be careful on how much of your mentality you, or how much you stifle what's going on. You know, based on what you experience. Would you would you gauge it to a almost like you sleep on this? You sleep on it so much. You you put it to the back burner that now there's an, like a an excusability for things that never should be excused. I think there's yeah I definitely think some things are a lot more laxed. Um, I think people are faster to I think people are faster to call other people out like even when they don't know the facts. Um, right. Oh yeah. You know they're just fat, but I think. I think it's the same time there is it's it a little bit has to do with because of that lax that everybody has seen they've you seen used this. a word you used the word desensitize mm-hmm. um, if you would see let's put ourselves the best that we can back in our parents and our parents are fairly close to the same age right so let's put our parents let's take ourselves back to our parents age right which I think every child should at least be able to try to do. Right. Um, let's put us back then in, like, what do you want to call it? The 50s? Yeah. Okay, so we'll call it the 50s. 50s, early 60s, I guess. Yeah, the... late 50s, early 60s. Right. We'll go with that. And to see, I don't mean on video. I don't mean like some little, like, at, like some ghost experience. I mean, visually see a kid in their 11, 12 years old talking to a cop like he's a dog. Oh, no. What what would have gone through your dad's mind? I mean, to the best that you knew your father, what would have went through his mind? Well, see, he's... And that's like with me. I grew up in a house where I've got... I had two different... two Because like you said, our parents are close in the same age. By that, you mean my mom and your parents are close to the same age. My dad was much older. Right. No, I So it's like, there's kind of a, you know, it's like there's a, in the sixties. I mean, at that point, my dad was already, uh, driving cab in Vegas. I mean, it was like, it was, yeah, no, I'm talking about, like, you you gotta think about this. So, so if our parents on on an average are between, uh, 79 to 70 years old. Mm -hmm. So in there, so so, keeping in that area. So go, yeah, but I mean, it's still the same thing. Yes. they, They would never, couldn't imagine them just pop like you said just walking up and 
being a smart ass to a cop or if a cop pulled him over, you know. No, I no, I, I don't mean them doing it because you know they couldn't. They wouldn't have it. They, right. they, they, they there would but be you no just going there and doing it. No, no. Them watching, like if you take them mm-hmm. at that era. Oh, what it's like them for them here, to see this. For them, for them to see that, you're like, oh my God. Some are, some aren't. Because you have to think. There are, there's, because I mean, think about it. Is while we have these, some of these people that are, that are, like for instance, uh, whether it be up in, up in arms about Trump being the president or up in arms about, you know, different things that are going on or have these vocal opinions on Facebook are our parents' age. I mean, they are, they're oh, right there. I'm talking about the blatant disrespect for like, here's the thing. Do I think everyone should respect authority the way that it should or is supposed to be respected? Right. I can't, I can't judge that. I'm not the person to, right. because I'm, I'm a little bit anti-authority, but at the same time, I'm a little bit old school. It's like saying, well, um, I'm not gay, but I don't mind looking at a dude's dick. It's basically what it comes down to. Right. Um, are you taking pictures of the cat? Because <laughs> um, I'm telling you right now, uh, we need to post that to Instagram right now. Um, yeah, that cat is in the groove right now. It's like... um really comfortable uh, the fact that you caught that I was really impressed my wife sometimes impresses me I had a I had a really good picture of that cat on my phone the other day did you post it? no that's actually why I took it was to post it and then I never ended up posting it shame on you I know I'm a terrible person um, but that's cool it's just it's the ambient noise it's all good uh, <laughs> that, that good background shit what was that? Well, she was kicking a gas can around. Um, but, uh, but, basically what it comes down to is the fact that now, now you have this, this society that doesn't, you will go against your government, you'll go against whatever, and like, I don't even know if it's right or it's wrong anymore. I don't right. know if I'm like I disagree just because you're you're anti authority or do you know more shit than I do? Right. You understand what I mean? I mean I because there's a mixture of it. Because there is I think there's an authority that doesn't deserve respect. I think we have I think there's 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 p we see pieces of that in society. Um, you know, it used, there used to be a time where you would never in a million years uh, talk back to your parents. Didn't matter what they were saying oh, yeah. or anything else. But then we've seen now piece of shit fucking parents that do terrible things to their children. Are we going to say tell those same children that they shouldn't say something? Stand sure. up for themselves? Exactly. Say, you know, it's like hit back if it, you know, if it boils down to that. If you're 16 years old and your drunk dad comes in and just starts beating the shit out of your mom, are you just supposed to go, bat. well, I can't say anything to my, because he's my father, and just go to bed. No. I mean, you know, so you have to, some things are a situational. Well, and that's why you go with everything, and that's why, like, abortion has always been a thing to me. Right. Um. Now, I'm going to do this, and I hope you don't trip out on me, but being, like, being gay, um... I, I think that that was something that was like so hard hitting with parents and 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 just social media and just just people in general how they treat somebody else. Right. But like if someone has an abortion because they're a whore, 
Right. And they go to the club every weekend and bang four or five guys, don't know who the dad is, and, yeah, I didn't catch it when I should have caught it type deal. No. I, an abortion is... An abortion is not obviously anything that you want to end up doing, but at the same time, please give that woman an abortion. Right. Please, for the love of God, give that woman an abortion. Because the last thing we need is another bastard kid that can't figure out who in the fuck his dad is. Now listen, there's nothing Christian about that. But at the same time, you've got to realize this, that you've damned your child into something that's unrepairable the majority of the time. Right. Um, you're going... Cause you're going to continue to do the things that you do. You're going to put this child in jeopardy. This child's going to be able to be around people that n- normally. Um, here's the thing. I'd like to think that I'm about as gangster as a 38-year-old white dude can be. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't put my kids around anything because I don't have time to be around all that other shit. Right. Now, wor- what? if you, okay, uh, taking back to what you said. It's like, please give that woman an abortion because, you know. And when I think... So would you say that the potential... What you would be saying there is the potential for that child to grow up having a really shitty life is worse than ending the potential to see what... Okay. And the only reason I say that no, is I because... Like that. No, I like that. Because that's a question that makes me like second guess everything that I stand for. Right. And well, well the only reason I say... So you say that, but in a way you don't say that. And the reason I bring it up is because you really like that song, Leave the 99. Love it. Okay. Now, the idea of that is leaving 99 sheep behind for the one. Okay. So you would walk away from everything in hopes of turning... of bringing back this one. You're going to run the risk of losing these to go get this one. Correct? No, I... No, okay, I, so now the... I love where this is going. The idea is... I think I have an erection. The, <laughs> the idea in that in that same instance is just, yes, let that be the answer because you are a shitty-ass mom and you're in a shitty situation and everything is terrible, so go ahead and get the abortion... That way, the rest of us don't have to take care of the issue. But if you go back in history and look at some of our greatest Greatest innovators, some of our smartest people, some of our greatest people came from homes that were less than ideal. Pulse. Um, Go ahead. So so that falls into that category of, well, if you're not saving that one, every one, then you're missing the potential for... For greatness, and I'm not saying we should only harvest children for our future uh, innovational <laughs> benefits, but I'm not against it either. Because <laughs> you have kids, and you can say it now. Exactly. Ah, listen, um, <clears throat> but no. now with that said, when uh, on the topic of abortion, I think it's, I think it's one of those things where it's, it's a shitty choice to have to make or to feel that you have to make. Oh, hands down. And I think it's one that, I don't know how much my problem is with the with the act of abortion, as it is with the preemptive fluidity of it. Oh yeah, the the just meh, 
I mean, that's how I'll take care of the issue if it comes up. Now, if you're faced with the, if you're faced with it and you go through it and you pray over it and you pine over it and you try to make and you come to that conclusion, you make that decision, then I feel that that's all within your home. But when you're just like you said, the example you used is a whore that goes out and this is her four. I mean, she's getting her fucking card punched every right. time she goes in the abortion club. This oh, one's my next free. one's free. <laughs> this is fucking great. You know, it's not a fucking right. latte. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Starbucks, bitch. Exactly. Like, no, I get so, it. So, you know, and I mean, somebody should just be slingshotting, playing B pills into this bitch's cunt every right. time she takes <laughs> off her underwear. Because like, you just need to go ahead and like, I don't know, try birth control. <laughs> Right? Well, it's too expensive. Right. Obviously. Haven't you heard? Yeah, no, seriously. Abortions are free, but birth control is ridiculously expensive. Super expensive. Um, but, so, the question you ask can be answered prob- super easy by somebody else, but for me, I'll probably drag the shit out of it. So, um, I look at abortion as um, the death of a life that could be. Hands okay. down. Just right. like anyone that's pro-abortion is. So, yes, those are the 99 that I would chase. Right. All these lost souls. Um, but at the same time, when you talk about somebody who is... So, if I've stopped, is, is, there, is there any good reason to stop any life? Whether yes. it be good, bad, or ugly. I think so. Is there a good reason to stop yeah. somebody's life? Yeah. Yes. I think no, there no, are reasons. No, I don't mean to should... kill somebody. I mean to stop it from ever beginning. Oh, just stop it from beginning. Or, right. Like if you knew things? No. What are we I'm talking just, about? I just mean, is it is it good like, or bad to stop? Like we've gotten Hitler when he was just like... So I don't... I have no idea. Having children, it's hard to swallow. But I don't know if a fetus, <laughs> what it feels... You know, I, me, have never given birth to a child. Thank you. Um... What? I just can't help but think that, however, in some certain situations, if it was easier to swallow, you wouldn't have children to worry about. Um, wah, wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Like, but, but I don't know what a fetus feels. I don't. And, and here's the thing. I hope I never have to figure it out. I hope there's not a reincarnation of John. Right. And I'm the one that didn't make it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know that's sad and sick. And you know, I hope I'm never faced with that. But at the same time, you got to realize this, that I don't know if life starts at conception or if it starts the moment that child opens its eyes and breathes its first breath for the first time. Right. I have no idea. I don't know where the subconscious starts. Right. I don't know where the Jesus starts in it. But if there's a... If there's a path that that child's supposed to take, we're supposed to have some sort of shepherd that's supposed to guide us there. Mm. If the shepherds that are guiding us to whatever path we're going to end up at mm-hmm. are below the low, and I don't mean by my standards or general society standards, I mean somebody that'd rather smoke you than talk to you. Right. You know. If that's the case, but who's to say that those who's to say that those people or that person is meant to be that child shepherd? You're just making that assumption, right? I mean, because 
we, I mean, it was, and it's a natural assumption to make is that, I mean, yeah, I had a kid. It's my kid. That makes sense. But there's, there's some people who grow up in a household with both parents and both parents are pieces of shit so bad that that kid has absolutely nothing to do with them. However, that kid goes to school and his football coach, his basketball coach, a teacher, no, a I friend, get it. something I get else it. ends up essentially being his or her shepherd. Right. Which is why the question that you asked me to begin with is so hard to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough question. I mean, it's that's a, that's one of those shitty situations. Oh, yeah. It's the reason there is no black and white for it. Right. Well, there's no... The gray area is what we've fallen into. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've left black and white to the... To, to the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, unless you just, like, walk up to a priest and smoke him and he's never even left the convent... He's never even made human contact with that. A monk. We'll call mm-hmm. him a monk. Unless, you know what I mean? Right. Unless he's 100% innocent by God, there's no way you're going to get any retribution for it because someone at one end of this is going to defend him. Right. You're never going to be 100% in the wrong. Right. In anything you do anymore. Right. There's no black and white. All we live in is gray. And that's what... So, but the big thing is, is like, if... So I look at it, everyone else looks at it as this chick goes and and bangs six dudes, gets pregnant. She should not be able to have an abortion under any circumstances. Right. But the woman who gets raped, she should be able to have the abortion. Right. Um, Unless you're anti-abortion, in which case you would no, have no, a bunch of saying, different but, reasons but, as to why even then you shouldn't be. Right. So if you're anti-abortion, let, let's just say you looked at it from the anti-abortion standpoint. Right. If a woman had sex against her, um, will, will, then thank you, or any other dude, <laughs> will or <laughs> sex Zach against or... my George. <laughs> <laughs> but you, if you look at it at that point, you can ask a woman. No, I would never have an abortion. But if you were married with two kids and you got raped. How, how how you is, feel now? Yeah, how do you feel now? Because <clears throat> it's always easy to say what you would do or you wouldn't do when you're watching somebody else make the decision. Right. It's a lot different when you're sitting there faced with the decision. Right. Do I do I think it should be so readily available for people to make bad decisions for? Like like you said, mm-hmm. the punch card. Well, if it ends up being this, I'll just get this done. Right. And I'll make this dude pay for it. Right. Or are or is that just where we've is that our culture groove now? Is that where we feel comfortable? Right. Do we feel so comfortable as that we can make huge mistakes and come back from it? Because in all other reasons should, should my number one thing is should Hillary be able to be indicted for something and still be able to, while she's being indicted, run, run for, for the, the presidency, presidency right. and possibly win the presidency. Right. Or should she be held accountable before any of that stuff can proceed? Well, not only that, but it, and what's funny to show you about society is you gather every single Hillary supporter. They, I mean, obviously to be a Hillary supporter, you have no issue with that. Right. So you gather every one of those Hillary supporters and all you got to do is say, okay, so Trump is being indicted. 
for this, this, and this, and this. Should he be? Should he step down as president during his indictments? How many of them are going to say absolutely, wholeheartedly, yes, one hundred percent? Ninety-five percent of them, absolutely, right. And it just shows that nobody is working off the moral high ground that they think they are as much as they are their own personal benefit or their own personal justification or just or you know basically just what works for them if it if it's in line with your own personal thoughts then that's what that's the side you take it's the, it's no different than being a Dallas fan when they're winning and being a Green Bay fan when Dallas isn't winning. Right. It's it's the, the bandwagon jumper. You're a bandwagon jumper in your thoughts as well. You know, you can sit there and say, Oh, this is terrible, this is terrible, this is ungodly yet all of a sudden when the shit gets flung back over the fence into your yard, you're looking at it yeah, differently. Completely. Um so um with that being said, all the things that, that, that come to you know, to come to a head you know, with, like, kids talking shit to their parents and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, this is why I love this town. It's a shit town. Right. But it still kind of has a shit ton to do with a value. It has some value. Yeah, it's got small town values to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what... And know. then it has big city, like, who you know, who you blow, written all right. over it. But at the end of the day, I think that's anywhere. I mean, no, I think no, you no. just I yeah, I and that's the problem with that. It's just it boils down to people. I mean, really. And I think I think the and I hate to say this because you know, like um, we go to church, we sit in a. I, can you call it a pew? Because they're just chairs. No, I guess they're just linked up chairs. Yep. So we're sitting in chairs next to each other. Call them chain um, link chairs. Chain link chairs. We're sitting in our chain chair, um, and and listening to somebody. Preach a good word. Good, bad, or ugly. Um, it's still the word. Now, at the end of the day, do you stand any different once you hear him talk? Does it... You mean, do I just go home and make life changes? Or at least have the idea. Or, or, or like, man, that's a great way to yeah, do Yeah, no, I do, because I think that it's funny when you look at we've got we've had preachers for a long time obviously as long as we can remember but right. even back you know when you sit there and you talk about our parents or our grandparents and our great grandparents all of them had preachers before they had um, self help gurus before they had right. um, you know businessmen that decided if they get up on stage they can charge ten thousand dollars an hour to to talk to a group of people and tell them how to run a business. However. When you look at the most successful self-help gurus, the most successful people like Gary Vaynerchuk, um, Tim Robbins, any of them, when they get up there and they make you know, these grand statements and they tell you the things that you're doing wrong in your life and how you should change them and everything, everything they're doing nothing more than what a preacher does. Majority of the time, they're saying the exact same words. It's just now they're not saying they came out of the Bible. Now they're just saying... This These is the just, way you do it. This is just how you do it. You know, you wake. You, this you is treat, my plan, and it worked for me. It'll work for you. Guess what? You treat somebody with respect, and you treat them good, and they treat you good back. You treat your neighbor nicely. You let him borrow some shit, and he when you know when you're in need, he's there for you. Right. Um, you don't steal from other people. You know, you don't do it. 
they're essentially just sitting there lying out all the same shit that we've always heard from right. from the Bible, and they're doing it in a almost to the point now where I see a little bit of. I think they did it with a little more enthusiasm and steering away from just thumping on a Bible while they're doing it right. and saying God said this, God said this, God said this. Instead, now they're saying. If Jesus you want to reach, well, no, I'm like the, right. But if you want to reach, you know, this pinnacle of success in your life, this is how you do it. Scientology. Exactly. <laughs> you get one tooth in the center of your head like Tom fucking Cruise. Um, <laughs> but, um, but now you see preachers at churches have almost seemed to take on less of a Bible thumping, sing your hymns, preach directly from the book. And they've taken on more of like a, they sound a lot like the self-help gurus right. and the, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. What no. they're doing is they're trying to appeal to a newer audience. Right. They, they understand that the, that just going in there and saying, God said, do this or the devil gets you is not, not enough. It's not an. It, it's it just doesn't like, scare people in the right way. Just like it doesn't like. Listen, if you break the law, you're gonna go to jail. Right. If you're gonna not respect somebody, you're gonna go to jail. It's a life lesson through and through and through. You agree? Yes. So, when I walk out of that place today, I didn't want to go. I told you I was in a bad way, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to go all churchy. This is what I'm gonna tell you. I didn't want to go. Something was just like literally raped from me today. Um, my kids started going at it, and I didn't feel right. I don't. I'm, and here's the thing: what keeps me from church is the same things that I don't know make me uh, better friends with the devil. But like, like she didn't want to have sex with me this morning, or like the coffee was cold, or you know there was just, it, it was a compilement of just dumb shit, just and I little was like, dumb shit you decided like, made your whole day. Yeah, bad. I was like, and, and I had decided. Before I ever let my day take off, screw today. Right. I'm not with it. Um, and then, of course, you know, she comes out and she begs me to go to church. Not begs. You know, she was just kept asking. She was like, so, and she walks up to me and she was like, you mean to tell me that when you're having a bad day, the one person that's going to help you through it, you're going in the gate. Just walk away from. Him. And I'm like, God's here. He doesn't have to be there. Right. She was talking about me. Yeah. You. you <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> But sure enough, I show up, and I show up on just one of those occasions. Your lady's got the girls out, right? My old lady, look, I don't know if you saw her today. I did. On point. You? Dressed to the nines, bro. Congrats. You look good. And we got to watch a cool movie. Right. Um, and then got to hear some great word in it, and something that we even decided to put here. Mm-hmm. We, we, we brought that, right. that back to this. Um, but it... To me, what what I get from whether it be church, state, someone talking, it's always, <clears throat> it's a bottom line. Mm-hmm. And I like to ride that bottom line as often as I can. Right. Uh, when rules are set and everything's simple, it's makes life manageable. Yeah. When you throw a monkey wrench in it, unnecessarily, you... You create your own ripple. Right. And then you're supposed to write it out. But I'm not supposed to have to hear about it anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. This is your fight to fight. Um, because when your ripple brings me down, 
That's what it is. And that's why, and I keep going back to this. Um, your wife made a, a post about her mother. I didn't see it. But when I heard about it at the dinner table, I had already had a, a fork full of fucking food. Right. And I damn near choked. Like, I'm like, like I'm about to spring over this table and hug this woman because I thought she lost her mom last week. Right. And I didn't know anything about it. And here I'm supposed to be one of her friends. Right. But at the same time, I, I'm i stuck. It, it was, I am so outside of the loop because right. I don't get on Facebook. If you don't, right. And that's what sucks, man. That, that's how the whole thing starts, man. The whole thing starts with like, Mark Zuckerberg, you're, you're the devil or you're the greatest dude in the world. Right. Made hundreds of thousands of people, millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you. But you are legitimately one of the greatest downfalls of society. And your, product, your, your product, your product is your product, right? Is, is starting to be um, right. And, and it's not. But here's the thing: Do I is Mark the anti? Hell no, he's not the antichrist. He literally gave someone that you could use responsibly. It's just like, hey, I made this moonshine. Have a couple drinks of it. Right. Don't slam the bottle, and then you kill it. your wife, right. and then you know, like, go on a shooting spree because you cranked out with your buddies that you finished the bottle with. Right. Because it goes back to, like we were saying, it's like Mark Zuckerberg makes Facebook. It's the downfall of society. Right. Or, but it's like, if you were to really take all the Facebook users, if you could manage to take all the Facebook users and just skim out the ones that are assholes mm-hmm. and just put them into a certain little group. You mean the majority? Is it? I think it you is. feel like it is. You feel that way because well, okay. What defines an asshole to you? I mean, in that in, in, in a lot of different ways, but in that instance, it's just somebody who's either a troll, a, a trolling to to cause problems and to make havoc where there doesn't need to be any, or people who honestly believe the bullshit that they're saying. Right. They're just really ill-informed, yet they're really loud about it. I mean, the most ill-informed. Whenever I see somebody that, that fucking shares a post that says, I'm not sure if this is true or not. Then but, don't post But it. fucking here. <laughs> you know? Right, no. And it's it's so funny to see, me. See, my, that... my, my assholes go way deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest pun. I like that. Okay, okay. So, um, the, so, so. The reason why my my asshole is way broader <laughs> than, than it your, should be yeah, or ever yeah, has yeah, been than than yours um, is one. So let's we'll wrap it up in three minutes. Oh well, well, thanks for telling everybody else. Well, I had to because you weren't getting my baseball yeah, signals no, over here. I was patting my fucking hat, and rubbing dusting his my ass off. Just rubbing his jimmy. <laughs> uh, anyways, I was like, is he excited? Does he, does he have a top hat and a tummy ache and ready to blow? Like, <laughs> Is there somebody behind me playing Simon Says with this motherfucker? <laughs> so, uh, now I forgot where I was. Where, where were we? The broadness of your asshole. Yeah, the broadness of my asshole. So, here's the thing. If you get on Facebook and you decide to put your dirty laundry out there. And uh, right now, I can honest to God, and I, here's the thing. Can I get a show of hands? 
who people who have aired their personal dirty laundry on fucking Facebook, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Oh, yes, you have. Whether it be in a meme or a comment. Oh, you mean like to share, like if yeah. you were to share something that you might be oh, yeah. agreeing with at the moment. Okay. That's a big difference between that and airing out your dirty no, laundry. No, I, oh, here's the no. thing. Like, you like, can make people believe you're airing out your dirty laundry by post by sharing something that right. says, you know. A certain thing. All men are assholes. Boom. You send it out. What, just, it's what like, did he do? Right. What, no. Exactly. Uh, okay. So, and here's the thing. Everybody is guilty of it at one point or another. I, I, my hand was up. Right. Like, I'm hands down. My hand wasn't up because of the way you asked the question. Right. Because, okay. like, when it comes to just, like, airing out personal business, that's right. not something I do on But But when you, when you, air, your, like when you air your shit out or you, um, when you put things on Facebook that are di- just directly aimed at somebody. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like a person of interest, somebody that is uh, geared and being paid heavily, or you know, heavily for, for for whatever shit is coming in the direction. Right. Um. I mean, just like a one person, and I don't mean like the car that pulled out in front of you. I mean like a person, like you're just straight up attacking. A right. This is somebody that I know, and I'm gonna. Um, right. When you take political views that you have no value in, mm-hmm. um, when you are. Non-racist, sub-racist, completely racist, or just straight up wear a hood. If you know what I mean, if you if you just somehow decide to like say something and then get retribution for it, and you are totally dumbfounded by it, it's like, did you not? Did you think you were the only person that could possibly see this? Right, they could understand, and yeah. So here's the thing, um, you know what? When I get on Facebook and I hear about how great someone's day is cool when i hear about how somebody pulled out in front of somebody or i caught this at walmart well it could be a huge giant ass lady it doesn't bother me right uh, it bothers me when you tell me about your friend francis that screwed your boyfriend and now they're having a kid they're gonna get married in three months at the same place that you guys were supposed to. i don't right. give a fuck right I don't give a fuck. And you don't need to put that out there right you do not need to put that out there for everyone in god's creation no to see. no but here's the thing. That's nothing new. That that was being done on Jerry Springer before there was Facebook. It was being done. Truth. We ha- as a society, unfortunately, we want we, everybody wants to see everybody fail. That that's more interesting. Is that what in do you think the percentages to Facebook users to people that want to see everybody else fail? I think there's a lot. Really? I think there is. I think we've. Uh, I think we're in a situ. I think we're in a society now that that actually, um, that self prosperous. Well, no, no, but we. That's we need people to be down in order for us to be up. There's there's been a bit of that that there's been a society shift that seems to have gone that direction that we need to have like I say I need to keep you as my best friend down did here did you just call me your best friend I did <sighs> only because nobody can see us <laughs> except for these bitches <laughs> <laughs> um, but no if but it's it's one of those things where as me and your friends and me and you are close and me and you talk about everything and we you know 
we we tell each other the good, we tell each other the bad. Right. So, in theory, by like like I say, by the majority of today's society, I would need to keep you. I would need for you to stay on a certain rung or feel like you're on a certain rung below me in order to feel better about myself and vice versa. You would be the exact same. You would be thinking that for whatever reason, because it's always, we're, we can always polish over our own insecurities, our own negativities, our own things that we're doing wrong. There there is a way. If we can look at somebody else, because have you ever heard somebody say, have you ever heard somebody point out directly everything about another person that is wrong and you would swear they were talking about themselves yet then you say something to them about how they act or whatever and they're like, I don't do that or I'm no I'm not that way I'm you don't are you are you talking to me directly right now no <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no it's so it's just one of those things where I think we've our society has shifted to a point where we have to we need other people to be down in order for us to be up. Oh, yeah. We can't be up with somebody else. We can't uh, heaven forbid you take somebody with you anymore. You know, and I'm not talking about, you know, right, becoming a rap star and right. taking your entourage and right. then going broke, MZ Hammer. Um, <laughs> but more so just like carry, you know, trying to carry somebody with you like bring, you know, help help them along or even be supportive of them like the Kardashians well and it's you know that is kind of I mean it is it's that it's that it's that mindset so I, I think what what it comes down to is the fact that we just uh we're a me 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 society right and I hate it um but you know what? At the same time, there's not a lot me and you can do about it. So, but it does make. For but a we hot can topics. make a podcast and yeah, talk we, shit it about it. It makes for hot topics on a podcast. Um, so, um, one thing I want to revisit next podcast, mm-hmm. and everyone who's here, both of these be- absolutely beautiful women, um, I want I want a, a reminder that. Uh, um, if you get an award at school because you have high marks, what would you call that award? Honor roll? Close. But yes, yeah, so that would be one. But if you were to get like a an award like a from academia, what mm-hmm. would it be? Yes. Is it an is it an academic award? <laughs> Did we already go through this? <laughs> we talked about it on the phone. It was beautiful. So we're gonna hit this real quick and then we're out of here. So when you talk to somebody and they go at your level of English with the stupidest thing that you could ever hear, um and come back and say, Well, English was my strongest language, um, and I say to them, uh, are you sure? Where did you get your degree? Or, or, or where did you go to school? They tell me some like podunk place, and I'm not going to say where. I don't want to offend anybody. Right. Um, two podunk. rivers. But uh, <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm sure we'll have a president come there someday. But, but and then they, they say to me, um, I was an AP 
English, and I'm just like, you don't even know what AP means. And then before I can even totally express my disregard for her statement, she says, I got plenty of epidemic awards. Epidemic. Epidemic. How would that be spelled? Um, AP demic. Um, <laughs> APP demic. I'm not really. AP demic. And uh, and at that point, I was just like, "Wow, should I even fire off anymore?" I did for like the next like four and a half hours. You should. Chances are that poor little girl probably, when she was a child, had her appendix removed. She had an appendectomy. And she fucked around on, and found her medical file, read the word appendectomy, and thought she had epidemic awards. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, JVR, CT. We out. All right. Let's call it.